everybody. Welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. Sitting across from me is the one and only the most amazing, greatest worship leader of all time, hands down, Brandon Chenault. I thought you were going to say David. Well, there's that. <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks for that intro. Oh, sitting, you're welcome. Sitting across from me is the magnificent... The stupendous. Wow. I, that's about all I got. Yeah, that's, that's the about amazing all I have. Oh, yeah. Greg Brands. I don't know who you're talking about, but right? thank you anyway. You're I like welcome. that. Yeah, right? I was just talking about your hair. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So how's it going today? It's going good. It's a Monday morning. It's raining. It's raining. It's like 55 degrees. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Allie and I were talking this morning. And it's like, do we keep the wood? Because we've had the wood stove going on and off the last right. week. Because it, you know, at nighttime, it's been dipping down. and And sometimes it's just nice just to sit in front of the TV with the wood stove going. Right. It's just kind of the glow of the, the fire. That's, and and uh, I know you've been sending me pictures, and, boy, those look really good. And I, I get them, and I'm almost like, I want to fall right to sleep. Right? I, mm-hmm. I don't know how you stay awake in that room. It's been the only way to watch the Braves game. Well, speaking of the Braves, let's get that in and out of the way. Congratulations. Your team has finally made it to the World Series, a team that has does not have 90 wins in the season, and they have <laughs> rolled through the first uh, couple you know, segments of the uh, playoffs, and now they are setting in the uh, World Series, heading off against the Astros. Mm-hmm. And if you remember a few weeks ago, I told you I was listening going home on a Sunday, and one of the MLB um, analysis uh, predicted yep. the Astros and the Braves and how right was it. He said that the uh, Astros were going to, um, you know, beat the Braves in like six games. So we'll see if he's right or not. We'll see. They'll go two in in Houston, and then they'll go back to Atlanta for three, if need be. Um, If the Braves don't win for the first four, I mean, right? They may not need three in Atlanta. Yeah. So they start. They start in. They start in Houston, right? They start in Houston tomorrow night, eight o'clock. Why are the games so late? I don't know. Like, but here's 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 the amazing thing about this, and I know that uh, you know I'm not a Braves fan, but I was rooting for you and uh, Jock Peterson, who I really like, who yeah, plays for the Braves. Yeah. But um, you know, man, I really like Dusty Baker, and um, he's been one of my all time favorite baseball players since I've been well way before you were born. Right. And uh, I would love to see him win the World Series. I don't like the Astros at yeah, all. I neither. used to like them way back in the day. I just uh, don't they're like a different s- team now. Like different. when they had Biggio and Bagwell. Well, I'm talking about Bob Watson and J.R. Richards, so I'm way, way back before well, yeah, but you. So. I'm talking about when I was alive. So. Oh, okay. But I um I I uh, I really uh, I really like Dusty and I think he's a a really good man. I think he's a great um, yeah, for manager. Sure. You know, he's got almost two thousand and wins and uh, if you're a baseball fan um, he and you know anything about Dusty Baker I think he's gotten a bad rap of how he handles pitchers mm-hmm. and I think he's done a magnificent job with Houston Astros I thought he did a fabulous job with the Cincinnati Reds and the Nationals everywhere he goes he's in the playoffs so. he looks compared to Dave Roberts he looks like a, a genius when it comes to managing well Dusty pretty much is um I, th- I think he he does you know you're like anything else you're you're a human being so you're gonna make mistakes throughout the year right but most generally Dusty's um good things outweigh right. his bad right. Dave Roberts in this uh playoffs and that was a debacle uh, yeah poor guy I don't know what happened I don't know what happened I think he's a better manager than that actually For but sure. um you know you have to be to win 105 games or whatever but um but wow. anyway he uh but congratulations thank and, you uh, you know if the Braves win I won't be disappointed and um I think uh it'll be fun at yeah. least it'll be fun to rib you a little bit I'll send you the Astros flag every oh, now yeah. and then when they go up or whatever but wouldn't it be funny if the Braves actually just waltzed in and swept the over the Astros because the Astros are they're better uh, they might be a slightly better team than right. than the Braves because they won 94 games mm-hmm. and the Braves won what was it 88 or 9 I think 89 I believe yeah so there's only like six games different so you this could be a very good matchup in this series they are both very good hitting teams too and like they've kind of bloomed late mm-hmm. like the Braves, um, over the past few games, especially like Eddie Rosario mm-hmm. won the, the NL MVP mm-hmm. and he, he's been on fire for the whole series with LA. Right. Like he was just, you know, he was like he couldn't miss. Um, and, and so, but yeah, I told you that if the Braves end up winning the World Series, I'm getting a jersey and you can go on and you can get them made. Like you can get your name put on the back. Um, but My I'm going to, yeah, like you could get Brad's put okay. on the back. Um, but I'm going to get 
Jock Peterson's number and put Jocktober on the back of it for, Are you? for his name. Yeah. That's good. Isn't that nice? Yeah, that'll be fun. So you gotta wear that the following Sunday sure. and uh lead worship in that. Yeah. And, yeah, that'll be awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. That'll be really yeah. good. I mean, for me it's been nineteen ninety nine was the last time the Braves were in the World Series. Um the last time that they won the World Series when I was alive would have been ninety five. I was ten, that was Chipper Jones's rookie year. Well, the last time the Reds won the World Series was 1990, so that's 31 years ago. I was five. Yeah. Before that was, you know, 75 and 76. Right. So you weren't even, a, you weren't even around. No. Nope. So. Nope. so, yeah, congratulations. That's going to be fun. Thank you. Um, you know, I think it's pretty late in the year to be playing baseball, but um, it is what it is. Yep. And, um, you know, I think um, we've got two southern teams. You'll probably see some – a little bit of weather in Atlanta, I'm sure, mm-hmm. because it gets affected a little bit, but yeah. not as bad as it would Houston, be if we were right. up here. Yeah. Houston will be different because you're in the nice, right? Exactly. So that'll be good. So uh, yesterday, um, you know, I stood up and made the uh, announcement about the uh, Operation Christmas Child, mm-hmm. and um, and I told everybody, I said um, we're only eight weeks away from Christmas. Can you Aren't believe? You, don't it? you love it? I, I love it. Yeah, I just saw a post. There you go. I saw a post on uh, Facebook a few minutes ago. Somebody said Hallmark already has their Christmas movies airing, and I'm not upset about it. <laughs> My wife watched a Hallmark Christmas movie last night. So Hallmark, Hallmark. Those are some really, what do you call it? Really uh, cheesy mm-hmm. Christmas movies, man. Some of them are okay. Okay, but all of the movies are the same. They're just. I think you're being desensitized. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> They're just set in a different time and different place with different actors and actresses. Yeah, they, they really all have are. the same plot. It's like you know, you know, the girl's going to get that guy at the end of the movie, and everything's going to be great. Yeah, it's a feel good movie. It is, and it's probably it's probably you know people. People need a feel good movie every exactly. now and then. So for sure. I like feel good movies. I mean, I'm more, I lean more toward kind of the romantic comedies and all that. Right. My wife leans more toward the shoot 'em ups. You know, there what I you mean? go. And I don't know why that is. You think it would be the abs- mm-hmm. absolute opposite because I'll be like, oh, this looks interesting. She's like, oh, I don't know. It looks romantic. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. We went into Hobby Lobby and, uh, and we were looking at, at some stuff, and they've got their Christmas stuff obviously all decked out. Hobby Lobby has had Christmas up since July. Right. We uh, got an email from Cackler Farms over in Delaware the other day. We, nice. Uh, got our Christmas tree there the last mm, six years or so, I think. Seven years maybe. And uh, so we got an email on when the early pre-tag event is oh nice since we've been customers of theirs we can go over pick our tree put our name on it tag it that it's you know market and then right when they're available to go start cutting them down we walk right in and and go straight to the tree we tagged cut it down and that'll be fun for now the only thing is it's like what happens if somebody else goes in and cuts my tree and kind of takes my tag off but last year we went back and, and our tree was there so that's uh good yeah, though right it's it kind of you, you always have a good tree yeah, yeah, we we like the blue spruce. Mm-hmm. It's a little uh, mm-hmm. it's a little sturdier, and uh, love the smell. But it's I, I love the way they look. We started. They do those look good. Probably when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, at my parents' house, and, and there's just something about a blue spruce that's nice. Yeah, they're 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 nice trees, and it does it does look good. Yeah. Looks good from the highway too when you're uh, driving by. And you exactly. Got your, yeah. Exactly. Got the lights all on it and everything, so that looks good. Yeah. And um, I have to tell everybody because. Um, you know, I haven't really ragged on you or anything, but I've brought mm-hmm. this up, you know, three or four times. And, you know, at the most vulnerable part of your life, like the week after you get out of the hospital, you know, I, have to, I bring this up and I dump it in your lap. You know, where's my German chocolate cake? And mm-hmm. so um, I uh, all of a sudden this week, Brandon, last week, Brandon said, I'm going to make a cake. And he had to make something else, another cake. And so he said, you know, I'm going to make your cake. And so was it uh, Friday? Or Saturday, Friday. Yeah. Friday. I uh, he said, "What time do you want to come by and pick it up?" And I went by and picked it up. And this cake was absolutely phenomenal. And uh, if you guys need a cake made, this is the guy to come to. This is he's looking at me like, "Oh, come on, right? Oh, great." <laughs> yeah, I was in the I was in the kitchen on uh, Friday morning. I started about nine thirty. And I had two German chocolate cakes to make. And this is all scratch. Correct, German chocolate. Right? I, yep. I make um, a lot of my cakes. I'll, I'll do box cakes because right. I feel like 
you cannot beat the the moistness and the quality of a boxed cake. Mm, um, you like that's a good word, isn't it? No, it's a terrible word. And um, and so that that's good and everything, but the German chocolate cake I don't feel is the same unless you make it from scratch. So yeah. cake and icing all from scratch. So I started about nine thirty. I mean, on, this, how, this is like three layers. It's three layers. Three so layers. A traditional this, German chocolate cake is three layers. This with, is, and this is this got some weight on it too. Yeah. When he handed this to me, I thought I was going to need. Um, his help to get it to the truck. Well, the very first time I told you I would make you a German chocolate cake, and and German chocolate is your favorite. It's my favorite cake. It's my dad's favorite cake. It's my father-in-law's favorite cake. Like, it's just I don't know if it's a man's cake. It must be a man's cake. Um, now, although, Tam- although Tammy, Anita liked it real well, right? Yeah. Um, Tammy, that's her favorite cake too. So it's not just right. a man's cake, but yeah. um, for some reason, like everybody in my family loves German chocolate cake. Well, yeah, and so um. But I started at – oh, that's what I was going to say. You uh, also, the first time I made it for you, you requested what? Double, Double icing. icing. Yeah. So that's part of the reason why it's so heavy as well. But, yeah, I started about 930, and and you, you have to take some time. And, you know, once the cakes come mm-hmm. out, throw them in the I throw them in the freezer and just kind of mm-hmm. cool them down, mm-hmm. and that helps them stay moist and everything as well. And then the word. icing is piping hot, and so you have to get it cooled down before you can put it on the cake or it will run off. Um, so by the time it was all said and done, I think it was like, I don't know, it was like two or so when I finished everything up, two thirty. Yeah. Now I wasn't working on it constantly, but the, right, the right. icing is pretty, pretty extensive. Like you have to yeah. do it just right, or or you'll mess it up. So I wish I had a picture to show you all right now because it is absolutely uh, phenomenal because it is triple layer and um, it is double frosting mm-hmm. and so when you cut into the cake you know you got the you got the two layers there that are that are showing with the icing in the middle and it is so thick it's just it, it's it's just yeah. absolutely perfect it's like you've died and gone to german chocolate heaven i know i had a piece last night before i went to bed yeah it was good. before you went to bed well i mean about an hour before i went to bed that probably made you sleep good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's really good. I'd made a cup pot of coffee, so I had it. And it's low coffee. and it's low fat, low calorie. Oh yeah, all that no, stuff. Absolutely. Right? I mean, yeah, hardly any carbs in it whatsoever. No carbs, so. no. You so. know, we're 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 off the caveman on the weekends, so we're good. We don't care. Well, I went off. It's going to take me about a week to recover from <laughs> right? the uh, chocolate. Yeah, you just chocolate. a sugar. You put you in a sugar coma. Oh yeah, because uh, well, I actually um, I've only had one piece, but it was a big piece, right? And um, so I decided I'm going to do one really huge big piece of that big cake, and um, so I um, yeah, it was it was really good. And uh, when it was when I was done eating it, I I literally I thought. Well, maybe just another slice. <laughs> I could honestly, I could just eat the icing, like with a spoon. Oh yeah, like, the icing is phenomenal. Like really good icing, yeah. best I've ever had. You know, sometimes icing you have it, and it's like your teeth hurt. Right. Not this. Yeah. This is this is perfect. So why? What is in that? There, I know there's coconut in that. So the icing, icing consists pecans. of butter. Okay. Um. Egg yolks. Okay. Sugar. Okay. Vanilla. Okay. And um, evaporated milk, really? and then you stir, mix all that up. You melt the butter, put everything else in, and you bring that to a boil on medium heat. And then once it goes to a boil, you have to stir it constantly for nine minutes. Oh my! That's like the longest nine minutes. Yeah. Like <clears throat> so, if my right forearm looks bigger than my left forearm, it's because I made two of those this past weekend. Um, so eighteen minutes just stirring. eighteen minutes just stirring. Yeah. And then once that's ready, after those nine minutes, you take and you – I put it in – put the coconut and the pe- pecans. Pecan? Yeah, those two. I say pecans. Anyways, pecan. you put those in a um, – I put them in a metal bowl, pour the mixture over okay. that, and then fold that in. And then, yeah, you let it cool yeah. and everything. Well, Maybe you, – you have to try it at that point, every, though. Everything a growing boy absolutely loves. Right? Right. Exactly. So really, is it – Pecan or pecan? <clears throat> Depends on where you're from, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up saying pecan, but I also grew up saying acorns instead of acorns. So, acorns. Yeah, don't, whatever you do. Okay. Do not talk to my wife. Okay. About the way I pronounce things. Well, you know what? I'm going to call her right after <laughs> this is over. <laughs> because, like, when we first started dating, that was one of the biggest things. Like, now, obviously, we've talked about it, Appalachian. 
you know, we talk about the Appalachian Mountains, mm-hmm. and everybody up here says Appalachian. Um, and I, I tell them I the said, way God meant it to be. But anyway, well, you know, I mean, because I don't know how to say it since I, you know, grew up there. Exactly. <laughs> right. 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 Um, but yeah, Acorns was a big one. Creek, the way, you know, creek? The, way, the way, yeah, see, and that's what she says is creek. And I said, and I tell her, it's like, no, a creek is what you get in, in your neck. And she'll say, no, that's a kink. I'm like, no, that's what you get in a water hose. Oh, yeah. So now it just becomes this fun banter back and forth, but <laughs> good stuff right there, man. Exactly. Good stuff. So, so yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed the, uh, I did. I really enjoyed it. So did Anita. And, uh, so thank you for that. I, I really appreciate it. I, know I, am, it's a I lot apologize. I am sorry it took so long. Well, like you said, I was in the hospital. Right? I was in the hospital, but <laughs> you have an excuse. You had an excuse and, uh, you know, Thank you, good. though. I mean, I, I took one for the team. You know, you, there was a lot of cake, so you were like, are you going to take some for you? And I'm like, yeah, maybe a little bit. I took a quarter of it. But. He did, and I, I'm, I'm glad that he did because, um, you know, uh, it's such a big cake. I mean, I can't even describe. I mean, this thing's huge. Yeah, it's, it's a big uh, cake. It's a nine-inch round cake. But it's like but it's three, three layers tall. <laughs> three feet. It's close. It's It's probably a good nine inches tall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's very weighty, and um, I I really enjoyed it, and I really did have a humongous piece, so um, I I feel good about that. And I um also uh, Anita's had a had a couple of pieces, and um, we we may try to pawn the rest off on our D group tonight when Ooh, they come in. Go. So see if they want some German chocolate cake. But uh, man, I mean, you can only eat so much cake, am I right? I mean, well, and I that's mean, a that's a rich cake too. The icing is so it rich. is very rich. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's very rich. Really good with coffee. Yes, it is. Superb with, with coffee. coffee. Yeah, really good with that. So, and uh, speaking of coffee, we're both drinking our coffee today. We mm-hmm. didn't get any coffee. I was, I we was didn't. really we, hoping you know, somebody you would pop in. Out and, I did. And so, yeah, no, that uh, coffee last week, the Highlander Grog. Highlander Grog. It's from um, down in Dayton. Donovan texted me back. And, Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, Dayton, Ohio. And so, um, if anybody is curious, then. Um, I was looking for the the actual place. It's it's uh, it was really Boston good Stoker makes it, and he said they're from around Dayton. So okay, Boston Stoker is the the name there. It's really good. I have um I think I've mentioned this before. We have um when we have been over to the Der Dutchman over in Plain City. Um, you know, you go through the bakery and then they've got the coffees the over coffee there wall. and they got the, yeah, and then they have the beans where you can fill mm-hmm. the bags up. Um, we have gotten a couple of different, um, ones from there and I've, I think their coffee is really good. Okay. Good. And if you ever get a chance, you know, if you don't want a whole pound or whatever, just get something and try it and right. take it home and grind it and see if you like it. Cause, um, I thought it was really good. And like I said last week, we, we use that kind of in the, French press, right, pot, right, and uh, we really like that. So um, it, uh, you know, it's not like just throw it in and you know getting it done quickly. You know, you you got to take your time. You got to exactly. get your water. You got to let it. What do you call it? Steeping Steep, or whatever, yeah. and then then you're ready to or roll. Bloom. But, yeah, we're bloom, but it's really good. So coffee and cake with Brandon and Craig. Coffee Thank and you guys cake. for joining us today. <laughs> That's right. We hope you're hungry. Exactly. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm drinking Black Rifles AK this morning, which is one of my favorite blends from them, um, and. I've got like I don't need to go anywhere and get any other coffee because I've got a reserve from where I was sick. You know, I didn't drink coffee for a oh, month. Oh yeah, that's right. And I still got my my black rifle shipment, so I've got like three extra bags in my freezer right that's now. That's really so. good. That's really good. You're drinking black rifle. I'm drinking black rifle nice. right now too. I brought that in. I'm I'm doing Beyond Black. That's a good one too. It is very very good. It's one of my favorite uh favorite ones actually and um and of course I've got my spot of cream in it, which I know you're probably drinking black. But spot of cream. Yeah, I'm drinking yeah. mine black the I way. I got a spot of <clears throat> real cream. men yeah. drink theirs. You know, I got a truck okay. now, so Well, I know. It's <laughs> um yeah, I know. Now, do you actually uh do you have a floorboard or do you use your feet to pedal and get you going? Or? Uh on the weekdays since we're on the caveman diet during the week, I, really I just pedal with right. my feet. Weekends, I put the floorboard in. No, you actually – I got to see your truck on uh, yeah. Friday, yep. and um, I went over to his house to pick up the cake, and so he showed me the truck. I'm going to tell you guys something. Um, he got a really good deal. The truck looks absolutely uh, – Awesome. It's a 2007. If you haven't seen it, when next time you drive by church, uh, take a look at it. It's a good looking truck. It is, and yeah. I love the colors. Uh, that silver gray yeah, is kind like of my favorite color. Um, inside is in good shape. Outside for 2007. Yeah. Man, there's hardly any marks on that thing but at all. Very little rust. Engine looks good. Yep. Runs, Runs good. Sounds good. Yeah. 
yeah, you got a good deal. So I hope it, hope you have many years of enjoyment. I hope so too. Yeah. See if we can't put a, a deer in the bed of it soon. So well, you may need a bigger bed, right? My parents are coming up this weekend. That'll be fun. So we got a busy weekend this weekend. And you know, it seems like the last like three, four, or five times they've been up, I've yeah, missed them. They plan that. No, do they? <laughs> I think they do. I think they're like, now we want to go it. see Brandon and now when is Craig going to be gone? When's Craig going to be gone? Right. So no, this weekend will be, will be neat because I'm going to be preaching and my dad will, is going to lead worship for me again. That'll be so. really good. And, um, you know, the last time that that happened, I actually got to watch it on home church. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to be, Viewing on home church there as you go. guys are um, doing that. So uh, your dad does a really good job. Yes, he does. So yeah. um, looking forward to seeing that. And I know everybody, everybody's going to enjoy that. And so I know you're going to do a fabulous job. And, yep, ready um, to go with that. Yeah, that'll be good. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And then the following Sunday, our esteemed student minister Clint Matlack is going to be speaking. Yep. So you on the 31st of October and Clint on November 7th. You know what that is? Time, Time change. change weekend. Yep. yep. How uh, how crazy it's going to be. Time goes back, and it's going to start getting dark at 4.30. Right? That'll be just lovely. It gets daylight earlier, and as a hunter, I despise that. Oh, I'm sure. As a sleeper, I despise that. Well, right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a big weekend coming up. We do. This weekend with, um, I mean, obviously, you know, the amazing Brandon will be preaching. but Yeah. I mean, isn't that what you called me? It is what Something I called like you. That. And, um, yeah, and as long as you remember that. Would <laughs> exactly. You, would you say that when you get up on Sunday? Right. Say, here's the amazing Brandon. <laughs> and now. Um, but no, we got Trunk or Treat on nope. Saturday evening. We do. And so that, that's going to be, or Sunday, Sunday evening. evening. Sorry, I have, uh, I have a football game to announce Saturday evening. North is it Union. Saturday? Yep, wow. North Union is going to be playing, uh, the, their home playoff game Saturday evening against Genoa. And so. I've got that announced. So I've, I have a busy weekend for sure, but yeah, Sunday do. evening, um, we're going to be doing trunk or treat. We're going to decorate our car this year. Are you? Yeah. It's the truck be. or the car? We haven't decided yet. I think okay. we're going to do the car. Perfect. Um, hope it's going to be nice weather. The forecast looks nice. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. So I'm even dressing up this year. Are you? Mm-hmm. So my daughter, Kennedy, the youngest Zacchaeus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm. I told you. I'm Hermie from Rudolph. The there you elf, go. There you go. I always used to want to be a dentist. Um, but no, Kennedy's gonna be Tinkerbell. My mom made oh, her a geez. costume. That'll be cute. That'll be cute. So my mom has also made me a costume, and I'm going to be Peter Pan. Hmm. Yeah, I've got some some tights. I thought Peter Pan was a girl. No, Peter Pan's not a girl. But a girl played it. Played him right. Oh, in that one like. Ballet or whatever, whatever it was. Oh, so you're not going as that one? No, okay. I'm not going as that one. No, I'm clarifying. I'm clarifying. <laughs> yeah. No, so I'm going as Peter Pan. Okay. And Allie's going as? Which I'm trying to get her to go as Wendy. Oh, that'll be fun. But I don't know. So we're going to decorate it where it looks Christian like. Christian going as uh, Captain Hook? No, my mom made him a costume too. It's pretty sweet. He's going as Thor. Oh, okay. That'll be good. Yeah. So, so that's good. Your, 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 uh, your parents will be here mm-hmm. and that'll be good. Yeah. They're, they're not, I don't think they're going to be here for trunk or treat. Oh, they won't be. Okay. They've got to work Monday. So they'll have to head back after church. I think we're going to grab lunch after church and then they'll head. That'll be good. That's about a six hour drive for them. So yeah. Yep. So it's going to be a good weekend though. Yeah. It's going to be a good weekend. We also on the 31st, right after church, the second worship service is a brief uh, congregational meeting. Mm-hmm. So that, that should be, um, Good. Uh, so if you, if you're hanging around for that, um, you know, plan for about 10 or 15 minutes. It's just going to be kind of an update meeting. And so you guys can, you know, put that on your, on your calendar. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, though, got a good, uh, we had a good day yesterday. Yeah, it was uh, I really thought it was good. really good. Not as big as attendance, nope. but, uh, you know, but we still were around the 280 ish mark or whatever. Yep. So, um, I thought that was good and, uh, seemed to be a good spirit. Now I got something to say about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Usually, and for those of you who oh, are here, we go. I know exactly where you're going. With usually, this. the first service is like engaging. Oh, that's not where I thought you were going. Okay, go ahead. They laugh at you know certain things, yes. and you know even when things really aren't that funny, they all have a tendency to. They're to awake. La- they're awake. They're awake. The second service, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking bad about you guys. Mm-hmm. If you go to the second service, you're not as awake. Not as you're awake. Uh, you're not as engaging. Not as uh, responsive. Not as responsive as the first service. But yesterday, like one of very few times, mm-hmm. it was flip flop. It was. And so yesterday, the first service wasn't so much 
that. And the second service was, yep. and that was a little bit, um, that was a little shocking. It was. So yeah, um, you made a comment second service and you got belly laughs. Like you got, no. you had people, I, mean, I know who is this? What have they know, done with I second would, service? Yeah. Where did second service go in? <laughs> who are you people? Right. No, what, where I thought you were going okay. is I didn't give you any credit because you were well under time yesterday. I was under time. Yeah, well, at so least the first hour, the first service you were, you ad libbed a few sections Second service, you talked about how you talked about your fear of needles. I did talk about my fear service. of needles, so <laughs> and that's that's what got people laughing too. Yeah. Second service, so I think you just knew they were awake and you, you they knew were awake. You could get by with it. They so. were they were awake, so yeah. But well, first service, I was like almost three and a half minutes under time. So and I'll was, be honest, yeah. you I did not know that until you told me because I did not look up at the clock. Yeah. So usually every Sunday, except the Sunday I don't go over, he's looking at the clock. Here's something that happened during the first service. Um, Brandon usually, I'm not really sure when to come up and Brandon usually nods at me like, come on up. And sometimes I'm, I'm not sure if he's just singing and sometimes he'll have to nod again at me. And, um, so yesterday I looked like a bobblehead up there. So yesterday he nodded at me. And I came up and I was like, don't we have a video? And he's like, oh yeah. So I stood up there for the video. For a minute. <laughs> it wasn't I'm like, too bad. Sorry. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. Now, one Sunday when James was leading, I told him, I said, hey, just nod at me when you want me to come up. And he nodded, but I don't think he meant to nod. He was just singing. Mm -hmm. And I came up, and it was way early. Oh, man. And so I was like, okay, whatever. So, yeah. So you just became a part of the worship team at that yeah, point. At that point, I just, yeah, I let her loose. So. Turn your mic on and right? just sing it out. But yesterday, I thought it was a good day. I thought, um, you know, it was a rainy day. It was mm -hmm. a gloomy day. It was a cloudy day. I mean, it rained all day long, yeah. pretty much. And, yep. um, but I, I really thought things went well. I thought the worship was good and, um, just, just, just good, good stuff. It and was. I thought we and glorified God and. Yep. God was honored. I mean, it was a great day with, yep. I thought the message was really good. Yep. Um, you know, it's on something that is really, it's pertinent. It's, you know, it, right. Big word for me. Um, that is. but it, it applies, you know, talking about the fear of dying. Right. Um, but you know, that for me, our day couldn't have ended any better. I got to baptize two of my friends. I actually officiated their wedding um, there a couple months ago. Cody and Sarah, they they listened to the podcast. And so um was just so blessed and humbled to be able to do that. And, and they responded um, that you you weren't even expecting that. No, they no, just, no. We all got in um, in our jeans in the baptismal. I have waiters in there. It was, yeah, I don't wear those waiters. First of all, they're too big for me. Yeah, they've got to like, go up to your eyeballs. Probably. Right. <laughs> it's like, um, but yeah, it, the water was cold because we didn't, didn't know it, but, um, you know, they, they came up to me after service and, and, and Cody was like, Hey, it's, it's time. Uh, you know, I'm, I want to make that next step. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, let's, you know, let me know when you're wanting to do it. He goes right now. I said, let's go. That's awesome. I um, love that. I love so, that. So yeah, it, it was really, I love it when the spirit of God moves and you know, it's the spirit of God and yep. you know, he said he's ready to do it. Exactly. That is, that's totally awesome. Exactly. And so that, um, just thankful everything worked out well because mm -hmm. you know, you were commenting this morning. I about knocked Sarah out. She did, and if you don't, if you don't, if you're not a part of RCC, we have a very, I think it's a smaller it's than usual yes. baptistry. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is sometimes on baptistries, you have one, two sides where you come down on steps, so it's more open. Mm -hmm. Ours, you come in and once, like, uh, if you're looking at the stage or the platform, you come in on the left side, and there's like a wall around the baptistry, so, it, it you could hit somebody's head on that. Well, yesterday Brandon goes to baptize Sarah, and I'm sitting by Brandon's wife Allie. And when he put her down, we both like looked at each other. We were like, "Oh my goodness, he about hit her head on the wall." And when uh, Clint Matlack, our student minister, was filming it, and there we go. Yeah, he it was, played it back. It, it was close. There isn't. I mean, I don't think you could get tissue pe paper between her head and that wall. <laughs> that's how. That's how close it was. Yeah. So we said, yeah, I said, she made a decision to, to come to Jesus Christ and Brandon about put her into the next right, world. So. Exactly. <laughs> so you, you were there on the, uh, on their wedding day. Yeah. You were there on their, the day that they were baptized. Mm -hmm. Are you going to be there when they have kids? 
I hope so. Have, Maybe. Know, yeah, yeah I don't see, know. You're, you're, see, it's got to be funny. It's like, here's our life with Brandon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no. So that was just a blessing. Like I said, anytime anybody makes that decision. Exactly. Um, but you know, obviously these are good friends of ours too. Exactly. So that makes it a little bit more sweet even. That's awesome. More, so uh, that was, that was really yep. good. And I was in my office when I found out because Allie came back and said, Hey, there's going to be a baptism. Cody and Sarah are going to be baptized. I was like, what? Yeah. So that was, that was really yep. good. So. Perfect. Yep. It was a good day. Yeah. Really good. So good job. Thank you. Nothing I did. It was all God. Well, I, he so saved Sarah. Good for job. Me, for exactly. I think he moved the, uh, I think I saw the wall the move wall. actually. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. That was good. Exactly. But yeah, it was a good day. And like you said, the, uh, you know, the topic is, um, one of those topics that, Oh, I don't know. Since March of 2020, I mean, before March of 2020, you know, people were always like, oh, I don't want to die. I don't want to talk about it. But since March of 2020, it's been like people have been freaking out because right. they think they're going to die. Right. And it, it, what has astounded me is that even Christians are right. like, I don't want to die. And I'm thinking, okay, I understand that 100%, but isn't the goal as a Christian to glorify God here, to prepare ourselves to go to the next life? Because that truly, when I die from this life and go to the next life, that's truly the real world. Absolutely. And, you know, we talk about like, oh, here in the real world. Well, this is not a real world. There, There's nothing real about this world that we right. live in. I mean, exactly. if you think about men can be women, they... uh Former Vice well, President on, Joe hold Biden. On, hold on, hold on. What? They can't be women, but they can think they are. They okay, can go think ahead. And yeah. former Vice President Joe Biden just appointed uh, what's that guy's name from Pennsylvania to the top. He he's a guy. She identifies as a lady, and um, she's like to hold the top position as an admiral. And they're calling her the first woman to be an admiral. Mm. I mean, we're living in clownland. Yeah. I mean, we are living in a in a crazy. Um, there's no reality right. whatsoever to this world. So when I talk about this world compared to the next yeah. world, why wouldn't you want to go to the exactly. next world? I'm honestly, I mean, other than, you know, getting your babies and getting your family and getting right. your friends ready right. to go to heaven, yep. why wouldn't you want to do that? So I think that as we prepare ourselves, one of the things to prepare ourselves is not to be, you know, not to be afraid right. um, of dying. And, yep. and I, and I feel like that, you know, when, when we're talking about, that topic, if we're not afraid to die and we're talking to other people about yeah. that yeah. and where we get our strength from, I think that's where God's, exactly. where God kicks in yeah. um, on that. So, yeah. And I think, you know, as we talk about that and, and I understand everybody's personalities are different. Everyone, right. has, you know, they've got different reservations. You know, I'm not necessarily scared of dying. I don't like snakes. Like that's my fear. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I but, don't like spiders or snakes. You know what's either. what's the saying? You know, the only two things that are certain in life are death and taxes. Right. You know, it, death is part of life. You know, exactly. we talked about a couple of weeks ago, you know, pain, suffering, death, all of that happened that was not God's original plan. Right. You know, everything was perfect when right. he created this world. Adam and Eve sinned, sin brings death into the world. And so for me, and this is completely me, like right. this is my personality. A long time ago, I realized that I was not going to worry or stress over death because it's something that is out of my control. Right. Um, right. You know, and, and to read the Bible and to know that, you know, God, God's gone before me. God knows mm -hmm. that day. You know, God, God knows that time for me. Right. Um, that doesn't, doesn't scare me, doesn't freak me out. I understand that I may be different than other people. Right. But like you said, our main goal is to what? First of all, make sure that our family mm -hmm. has a relationship with God mm -hmm. and that they are saved and that they're going to join us in heaven mm -hmm. and then to, you know, to tell the world, mm. the world that truth and promise too. Exactly. And, um, and so, you know, I think that there are so many other things to worry about. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> death and, and, you know, honestly worry, you know, we, we read as Jesus Tells the disciples, don't worry about anything. You know, you know. Look, God provides for the flowers of the field. God provides for the birds. Right. right. You know, 
He, he loves you even more than them. Right. He's going to provide right. for you too. Don't worry about anything. Mm-hmm. You know, he says, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough worries. Take care of, of itself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And you're right about that. I mean, uh, I can't worry about tomorrow. Today is a big day. Yeah. I mean, today is the day. I can't worry about what's going to come up three or four days from now. Right. And I think that's where we get into that. And, yep. you know, you were talking about not being afraid and, that, and that's good. But uh, the first scripture that I read yesterday, which I love is Psalm or Isaiah 41 mm-hmm. 10 yeah. and it says do not be afraid for I'm with you do not be discouraged for I am your God I will strengthen you and I will help you and I will hold you up with my victorious right hand mm-hmm. and I love that because God's saying you know I'm everything that you need and I am the victor here right right so we'll What's going on with you? Right. Why, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid of death. Do not be afraid of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Do not be afraid of this. Do not be afraid of that. Do not be afraid. Period. Yeah. End of discussion. And it's really hard. It not is to be afraid. It is. Sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's what I. I don't want people to think that you know there aren't things that that scare me that I'm afraid of. Exactly. You know. I mean, honestly, you know, my kids, I freak me out. If they do something little, it's like I'm protective of them because I don't want them to get hurt. Right. I don't, you know, because I, you know, I love my time with them. I don't want anything mm-hmm. major to happen to them. It right. scares me. Exactly. Let's just say it when they're stupid and jumping on a bed and they fall off and hit their head. Right. That may Your have happened. Your kids or is that you? It was me. Okay. You know? I was just checking like, you. No, that may have happened yesterday while I was hunting. I okay. Came home gotcha. <laughs> and, and, and Christian had, had fallen off the bed on our wood floor onto his head. And, and so it's like, bro, you know, we don't tell you these things because right. we're we don't want you to have any fun. Exactly. I, just, I love you. I don't want you to get hurt. Right. Um, you know, and so the great thing is is we've got a God who feels the same way about us yep. too. And 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 so, you know, just as our kids place their trust in us, we have to in turn place our trust in an and almighty God exactly. who loves us and wants the best for us. Exactly. Um, so yeah. Well yesterday um talked about, you know, their death is a separation and i briefly i said there's really three things um that you can talk about separation there's your physical death yep. that is your soul from your body and we all know what that's like because mm-hmm. all of us who've been around we know what it looks like when somebody dies literally you can see there's no there's nobody inside so that is the um there's that and then number two is a spiritual death this is where i believe you're still alive right. but you're separated from god you have no relationship to god whatsoever and then the third one is the second death. And I think I said you never want to face this alone. You never want to face this at all. Right. Because this is literally you are dying, standing right. before God in judgment day. You did not know him. And so basically you've been banished to hell for the rest of your life. So you do not want to face that because there's no coming back from that. Yeah. Yeah, you – I love the quote from John MacArthur. I do too, yeah. If you want to live forever with God, you have to have two birthdays. You have to have your physical birthday, and then you have to have your spiritual birthday. If you are born only once, then you will have to die twice. If you are born twice, then you will die only once. once. I like that. And that's that's good stuff. Right that there. is a good – that's a very good quote. It's very plain, very simple, and there it is. Yeah. And, and I absolutely think that's good. And, and I think that, you know, focusing on, you know, I think it's good to focus on things like death because we mm-hmm. kind of shy away from those things. Right. We shy away from the topic of hell. We shy away from yep. the topic of death. And so we literally are not preparing people to face what the future is. And heaven and hell yeah. is in our future. It's, it's reality. And death is in my future. Right. You know, if Jesus doesn't come back for another hundred years, guess what? We will not be sitting here doing this. And most people on this planet right now will not be here because right. hundred years from now, that makes me about 156. And that's not, that won't be a good look. And you don't think I'll live to 136? You might. Yeah. You might. I'll stay on the caveman the rest of my, my <laughs> life. Like, wow, that caveman really works be interviewing good. me at 120 years old. How'd you do it? Caveman diet. Caveman diet and German chocolate German on chocolate Saturday. Cake. <laughs> right? Exactly. Well, I love the, um, I love the fact that, um, you know, Jesus tells us in John 11 verses 25 and 6, mm-hmm. he says, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live. And I love these three words. Even, even after, after dying. dying. Yeah. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. And he's talking spiritually. Yeah. yeah. And I love that. And, and I that's, love that. that's comforting for it me. Is. Like as I read that and it, that's, that's just a promise from Jesus that exactly. it's comforting. And it makes, again, for me, it makes the thought of physical death here on earth 
not seem so bad because I have a promise of a much better future. Exactly. Exactly. And then, um, we were talking, I gave, I gave a few points that there's uh, several reasons why you never have to fear death. And, um, you know, I said the first one is the prince of death has been defeated, which Satan right. has been defeated. And uh, Hebrews 2 verses 14 and 15 says, because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood, the son also became flesh and blood for only as a human could he, could he die and only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death. Only in this way could he set free all those who have lived their lives in slaves to the fear of dying. All right. And so um, Jesus has conquered this. Yep. He has destroyed it. He has tossed it out the window. And there's no reason why we should be afraid of this. Satan right. does not own this anymore. Yep. He did, mm-hmm. but he no longer owns this. And and I think I said, you know, there are people in this world today who are just terrified of dying. Right. And I think we all know them. I mean, I know people... Um, who are like that. And, you know, I talked about that's being, that has been literally played out and lived out since this whole coronavirus 19 that has come into play. And, um, and I, one of the most comforting things for me is that Jesus Christ conquered the grave. Right. He walked out of the tomb and we don't have to fear that. Yep. And I believe that with all my heart. So I, uh, Knowing that Jesus has done that really allows you to do not just the fear of get over the fear of death, but allows you to conquer so many other things Mm -hmm. in your life. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't apply to this subject. Right. And I I think that, you know, as you talk about that and, you know, you talk about there's so many people who have this fear of dying. You know, I also think there are some people who should have the fear of dying. Because they don't know exactly. Jesus Christ as their Savior, and so there there should be two two sides here, you know, right? If you have if you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you know, and you're living for God, and, and you've been mm-hmm. saved, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have that fear. But if you don't know that, you're there should be living something. in darkness, yeah. And and there should be a fear of okay, well, what's happening next, right? Um, you know, that doesn't mean just because you're saved doesn't mean I told Cody and Sarah that doesn't mean you're perfect. No. Doesn't mean it's like, man, I, I have sin in my life. I have, you know, I have things in my life that it's like, man, I've got to be more like Jesus mm-hmm. in that area. I've mm-hmm. got to whatever. And so it's like, you know, I told them yesterday, just because you're taking this next step and you're being baptized and, you know, you're accepting God as your savior, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that life's going to be perfect. It doesn't mean right. that, you know, for them, it doesn't mean that you're not going to, to argue as a couple. Right. It's like, no, Allie and I don't argue, you know, at all. No. She usually wins on the first she discussion. She wins. Yeah. She just clocks me inside. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, but no, it's, it's like, you know, we have that, that promise. It doesn't mean that life is going to be perfect. Right. Right. It doesn't mean that there aren't going to be trials, right. but we have a hope. Yeah. You know, and I love that word. You know, we have a hope in Jesus Christ, whereas those who are separated from God, who don't know him right. as their savior, there, there is not that hope. And so us, who do that? That's our mission field. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a, you know, we have a hope that, mm-hmm. you know, we have to tell the world about. Exactly, and I think that, you know, in this hope for us, is that we don't get bogged down by the world's or the culture's message, right? And allow that to affect me because it's kind of like getting, you know, if you're out in the rain and you're in like a puddle of mud out in the yard and you just kind of keep walking around that same puddle, well, you know what's going to happen. It's going to get deeper and deeper and it's going to get wider and wider mm-hmm. and you're going to, it's going to fill up and it's going to just not. And that's kind of the way I see Christians. Sometimes we, we get bogged down by the, uh, you know, the bad weather of the culture. We get bogged down by what society says that we should do or we just, we overreact to whatever. And so we stay in the same spot, not really doing anything for God. And we kind of get bogged down in this hole and it just keeps getting bigger and wider and deeper and dirtier. And, right. and so we just don't feel good about stuff, right. even though we might be healthier or whatever. We're just, we just don't feel good. About Reminds it. me of Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Right. <laughs> Poor Eeyore. Poor Eeyore. <laughs> yeah. But the second thing that I mentioned was the power of death has been destroyed. Mm-hmm. And this is a, this is one of the most awesome. I verses. love this verse. And me too. First Corinthians fifteen fifty five through fifty seven. Oh death, where is your victory? Oh death, where is your sting? For sin is the sting that results in death, and the law gives sin its power. But thank God, I like that exclamation mm-hmm. point. He gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. 
Victory. Yep. Victory. That's all we talk about is victory. I mean, we are victorious, victorious, victorious. We have won. Because he's already won the battle. Exactly. You know, and that's, that's the truth. I love Revelation. The very next verse you read after that, Revelation 21, 4. He will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. Forever. You know, I look forward to that day. Yep. And, you know, here's the thing about that verse. I'm not sure we know what that even looks like. Right. I'm not sure that we've actually gone 48 hours in our life without any sorrow, mm-hmm. without anything going on in our lives, without any tears, without any emotions, without any anxieties, because I'm not sure we know what that looks like. I, I agree. I believe when we get to heaven, just that alone right. is going to be amazing for us because we have been so bogged down. I mean, we... We can fake each other out, but right. literally what's going on inside of us. Right. So I'm, I'm looking on the inside of that because you may not be physically crying, but you might be spiritually crying. You might be mm-hmm. heart crying. Mm-hmm. So he's going to wipe, wipe all the tears away from your, from your eyes, from your heart, from everything that, mm-hmm. you know, that you do. So that's a great, that's a great, it is. It's a great verse. And then the third thing was the process of, of death has been explained. Right. And, um, and I believe, um, you know, I've talked about some books that were written, you know, people who've gone, who've died, come right. from the dead, da, 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 da. But I don't think we need that. I think all we need is the book the, right. that Jesus Christ or that God has given to us and, and what Jesus has told us to do and what we have been expected to do and just follow what he says, even when it comes to the topic of death. Right. And, and I think that's so important because we lose our sight because we get involved in, you know, we watch movies or we watch television programs or we'll read this or a friend believes this. But really, what does the Bible say about right. this? Exactly. What does the Bible say about this? Yeah. And you read the, this is on down a little bit, but the, the passage in Second Corinthians um, 5, 7 through 8. For we live by believing and not by seeing. Yes, we are fully confident and we would rather be away from these earthly bodies for then we will be at home with the Lord. Lord. Mm -hmm. And you said that's where you get the phrase to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Lord. And, and, you know, I've heard that so many times and um, we were at a a funeral home recently um, and gentleman um, was there and, and he made the comment to me he said you know i guess god takes what he needs right and leaves what he doesn't and you know right. these bodies are temporary mm-hmm. um you know and, and we know that through scripture and mm-hmm. and god doesn't need these bodies because we we also know the promise that we're going to get new mm-hmm. bodies um and i'm looking forward to that i'm mm-hmm. going to be six four. Oh yeah and but you know it's Rock true hard, <laughs> exactly yeah um but it's true you know to be Absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And again, that's a promise if you are in Christ, if you, you know, have that salvation. Exactly. And, uh, you know, yesterday I spent a little bit of time on Psalm 23 verse 4. Yeah. And spent a little time on just Psalm 23. And, um, you know, Psalm 23 4 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff that comfort me. Yeah. And, um, and I actually have used this, these three things in, when I've done funerals, mm-hmm. even here, I've, I've, I've used this portion. So I, this is why I use this because I, I just believe from Psalm 23 4, this is really good that death is a, is, is a journey and it's not the destination. I think right. sometimes we think, well, death is it. This is right. the final, right. it's the final thing. No, actually, it's just the beginning of what, of what eternity is right. going to be. And, um, it truly is just a, uh, you know, just the journey that we go through. And, um, I don't know where I mentioned this yesterday, but, um, you know, cause, you know, I mentioned about, I hate needles mm-hmm. and I hate getting shots and I have to give blood and, and all that. But, you know, uh, for me, you know, getting a shot or giving blood, it's the anticipation of giving that. Like I'm freaking out two days ahead of time. Like, you know, it says, you know, don't worry about anything. Pray about it. Jesus says, you know, do not be afraid. And I'm literally freaking out cause I got to put this needle in my arm and I absolutely hate it. But, what happens when you do when the needle goes in and they get, and you give blood or you get a shot? Right, it's instantaneous mm-hmm. and it's over, and so that's my picture of death. That it's like the needle going in your arm, getting a shot, and pulling it right back exactly. out. It's instantaneous and there you are. Yep, it's it's a journey. It's not the final destination. Right, of, right. Uh, you know of our life and and that verse that you read goes goes right with that. So, exactly. Um, I also said death is a shadow and, and not a reality. And, yeah. um, and this is the part I absolutely love. 
That was big for me. Like just to hear you break that down. I had not, cause I love Psalm 23. Yeah. And you'd said, you know, Psalm 23 is, is read in almost every funeral. Pretty much. It seems like, um, but you know, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you know, I will fear no evil. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll let you give, um, Donald Barnhouse's analogy yeah. there, but I thought, wow, what a great analogy. It's very good. It's one of the best ones I've ever heard. And, uh, Donald Gray Barnhouse was a minister from, you know, eons ago, but, um, he, his wife had passed away. His wife's name was Ruth and she had passed away. And it was a beautiful day is what I, is what I have heard. And, uh, they're walking home from the funeral festivities and from the church and, yeah. and everything. You know and how, do you know how old his children were? Oh man, I was thinking that they were very young. I was thinking his daughter, um, the one who had that conversation with him, I was thinking she was like 15 or 16 okay. Okay. and they're going down from there like, uh, 11, 10, 8, something like that. Gotcha. So it was pretty bad. But, um, anyway, they're walking home and it's a beautiful day and he, the story is, is that his children are just overwhelmed with grief and so is he and, he was trying to think of some way to comfort him, his kids, and they're standing on a, on the corner of a street, and a big moving van passed them by, and as the moving van passed them by, the shadow of the truck went over top of them and just went right on by. And then the story goes that Dr. Barnhouse said, kids, would you, would you rather get run over by that moving truck or would you rather get run over by its shadow? And his, I guess, I think it's his oldest daughter, Dorothy, was just like, dad, unbelievable. You know, you, you want to get run over by the shadow. The truck is going to kill you. And he said, you're right. Because 2000 years ago, the truck of sin ran over Jesus Christ. So that only the shadow would have to run over top of us. Mm. And I think that is one of the most brilliant word pictures literally on death that I've ever seen. Right. That is just the shadow of of what we were supposed to get. It's kind of a reminder. And I think this is the reminder of we we are going to die, but yet you're going to live. Yeah, because Jesus has already told us, you know, you know, if anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. So that's the shadow going over and you just continue to live. So that is that that's that's one of the greatest pictures that um, and I heard that illustration years ago, yeah. and I've always thought that is perfect. Yeah, absolutely perfect. What a way to explain that. Well, and it takes it back to to Romans six twenty three. You know, for the wages of sin is death. You know, sin entered the world. The consequence of that was right. death. And, and if there was a period there, it's like wow, that that's awful. That's terrible. Yeah. But there's a comma there. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, he allowed the mm-hmm. the truck of sin to run over him so that the shadow of death would exactly. pass over us. Exactly. You know? and, and I love that. I love that. Um, and then I said, death is lonely, but you're never alone. Mm-hmm. It seems like you're, it seems very lonely. It seems lonely when somebody dies. It right. seems, it, right. it, it, it just seems, there's a lot of despair that goes around with that. And, right. and I realize, I realize that because I, I've lost people who I absolutely adore. And yeah. it is one of those things where I know where they are, but there's an absence. It's still, yes, you it, know. it's still difficult. Exactly. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, David in Psalm 23 verse four tells us at one point, he says, you are with me, yeah. you are with me. And so he's just, he's relying on the shepherd right, to say, I know that you're with me. I am not alone in this. And, um, I love, um, you know, just the, the escape that God has made for us mm-hmm. through death and, and what that is. And we all, we know what that is. It's exactly. Jesus Christ. Yep. There's only, there's only one, that's yep. one way to get to God to get to heaven and that's through Jesus Christ. And you know, John fourteen six, Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Yep. Um Romans ten nine, if if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you're going to be saved. Yeah. Um and you know, it's my responsibility why I live here on planet Earth to make a decision in in for Jesus Christ from my heart, mm-hmm. from it's gotta be a a commitment. It's not just I want to, I want a free ticket into heaven. Right. I'll just do what I want, live how I want, and God's going to forgive me. No, it's commitment on my part because right. you're preparing. It's a daily, exactly. Yeah, it's a daily walk. It's a, you know, every single day, you know, waking up and saying, okay, I'm going to be more like Jesus today yeah. than I was yesterday, and I'm going to walk and I'm going to trust God and I'm going to, you know, allow Him to be my guide. And exactly. It is that. It is a commitment. I mean, that's a great word. Mm-hmm. 
I got toward the end of the uh, message yesterday and I asked a question and the question was, um, you need to ask yourself, am I ready to die? Mm-hmm. Am I? Am I ready to die? And because we always prepare for everything else. We have life insurance. We have car insurance. We have house insurance. We have health. In- we've got all these insurance. So we're prepared on that. So are you prepared now? Are you yeah. prepared to literally die? And I mm-hmm. and I think I said um, I'm not talking about your physical body. I'm talking about your spiritual exactly. body. Exactly. What's inside? Are you spiritually ready to die and and stand before Jesus mm. Christ? And um, you know, and I think that's one of those things where I think that's awesome about your your friends that yeah. have been coming and you know that they they were ready. They were yep. ready to do that. And I think that it, it's amazing when the spirit moves. Yeah, God works. And there, there's a decision that has mm-hmm. to be made. And it, you get to that place, mm-hmm. most people are like, uh, Cody, yeah, I got to do, do it now. I got to yeah. do it now. I cannot wait. Yeah. I mean, think about how biblical that is. Mm-hmm. Think about how many well, times like we the, saw that. The Ethiopian eunuch. Exactly. There's you water. Know, there's water. Let's, let's go right now. Why can't we, why can't I be baptized right here? Exactly. There's water, but make sure you don't. Um, hurt my wife's head as you're baptized. <laughs> yeah, watch that rock, exactly. Philip. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Dennis Rainey, I love this quote, too. I thought it was very plain and simple. He says, uh, there comes a time in our lives when we say, I'm not going to play games with death anymore. I'm going to get ready today so that no matter what, I'm ready to meet God. Yeah. I absolutely. thought that was good. Yeah. I thought that was plain, simple, concise. Yep. I'm not going to worry about this. I'm yep. not going to think about it. I'm just going to be ready um, to meet God. Right. And so... um you know, uh, I think when people hear there's only one way to God, you have to do this, you have to do that, people are like, oh, that's so narrow, that's so rigid. And I think I mentioned that mm-hmm. yesterday, and I'm like, this is only as narrow, as rigid as, God words, as God's word makes it. Right. And um, I think it's simple. It is. Yep. I think the world has complicated it. Mm-hmm. I mean, to tell you that there's a 400,000 ways to get to God is ridiculous. Right. To tell you that there's one way... Yeah. You know, if I told you I said, "Hey, I've got um I got $500,000 for you, Brandon Chenault, and it's in Portsmouth, Ohio. And I got I'm going to give you 4,000 ways to get there, but you got to find it." You're going to be like, "What? What's mm-hmm. he talking about?" And maybe Can you tell me where it's near? I used to live in West Portsmouth, so. <laughs> but if I told you I got only one way, and here's the specific directions to go straight yep. to it, and you can get that four hundred thousand dollars. Right, and it leads you to a tree, by a rock, by a fence, and yep. all you got to do is dig four feet down. Boom, and you got it. Well, Which way are you gonna take? I'm gonna take the I'm direct. Taking path. the one way, exactly. Well, it's like the other day I was driving and I was halfway paying attention. I was going somewhere that I didn't know where I was at, and I was halfway paying attention to my my GPS, and I went down the wrong road. I kept going straight, and I was supposed to turn right. Then it becomes frustrating on, okay, well, how do I get back? And right. it's like recalculating, recalculating. Oh, and geez. so it becomes frustrating. God has made it frustration free. Exactly. You know, he's like, like that. here it is. Here's the one way. I like that. Frustration free. Frustration free salvation. You know, that sounds Maybe like I'll a, write a book. You know what? That sounds like a great sermon series that I might <laughs> steal from you. Frustration sure the graphic will be free. The graphic will be good. Like so you talk that. about sermon series, and that's where my mind goes to is the sermon graphics. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's 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 good stuff, but it's also uh, stuff that I think that as a Christian that we cannot shy away from, and we cannot say, you know, I'm too afraid to talk about this because we do need to talk about it. Oh, I mean, we literally need to yep. talk about it, and you know, do exactly what God has called us to do. And right. so, but um, good stuff, and looking forward to next week when you're when you're speaking and. Ezekiel thirty seven. Give everybody a break for me. That'll be awesome. Right. So I didn't plan that, but it's kind of you know kind of a spooky passage for for Halloween. I know Ezekiel thirty seven, the Valley of Dry Bones. You know, I thought it, how neat would it have been if we would have got little miniature um, skeletons and handed to everybody as a reminder. You know what? You could still do that. We could. You could still do that. That would be uh, actually awesome. And then as you're handing that out, you can play Monster Mash, right? You know. Exactly. Well, we've already said, you know, now that we're, you know, derailing here. Um, yeah, we derailed a minute ago. My daughter, you know, we've talked about, you know, Kennedy just singing Christmas songs already. Right. And so Jordan the other day was like, well, when can we start listening to Christmas music? And Allie and I were like, after Halloween, like November, which is like way early. Normally I'm like, 
it's got to be, you know, after Thanksgiving. But right. as a worship minister, I'm already looking at Christmas music. You know, Chris Tomlin put a new Christmas album out. And, and so it's like, okay, I'm listening to that, just seeing what's there. You know, and I'm starting to think about we've got a night of worship coming up on December the 5th, that first Sunday night. And so it's like, okay, what, what do we want to do? There it is. Oh. Yeah, so we're, uh, we're like, we're, we're gearing up for Christmas because yesterday I asked everybody, um, up front, guys ready for Christmas? Both services, people were like, mmm. Mm-hmm. There was no excitement for Christmas whatsoever. We bought our, um, first Christmas present on Thank you. Did Saturday. You get, was You're it welcome. for me? Yeah, it was a German chocolate cake. Okay. <laughs> I got no, it, was it on I, Friday. It, honestly, it was I thought my, that was for my birthday, right? but anyway, go ahead. It was for my for mom. Two years ago. I'm gonna make you another one now. Okay. Right? No, it's for my mom. So it was like, we saw something, I was like, oh, that'd be a great Christmas present for my mom. And if you tell me what you got her, I won't tell her. Okay. Go ahead, tell me what, what'd it, you get her? It was a sack of coal. Okay. Yeah, so. You're not telling me because she's listening. She's right listening. Now. She's gonna listen. <laughs> Can't tell her. So, she, I promise that she will like it. I know my mom. Perfect. And she will love it. I saw it and I was like, oh, mom would love that. We ought to <laughs> think about getting that for Christmas. And Allie was like, just buy it now so you don't forget. Okay. Right. That's a good deal. So, Glad you got yeah. it. Yeah. So happy birthday. Or Thank not you. happy. Happy. Ha- uh, Merry ha- Christmas. Merry Christmas. There right. You go. I'm still thinking about German chocolate. Are you awake? I am. You ate too much of the German chocolate cake. Can you delete that part? I can, okay. but I won't. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that was good. We got a, we got a few things coming up. Um, you know, you've already talked about Christmas. We got the Christmas series coming up, uh, um, which is not far off, to no, be honest with you. Like five and, weeks. Um, but we got, uh, things that are coming up. The common thread, uh, on October, that's to, tomorrow. 20, 25th. That's today. tonight. Tonight. Tonight is, um, uh, the no so, uh, blankets for, um, the common thread and it's in the fellowship hall and, um, it's from six to eight tonight. So if you're want to come, this is the night to do that. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about trunk retreat. Um, that's Sunday, not Saturday. Yeah, that's Sunday night. We right. have Operation Christmas Child. That's We've talked about up, that yeah. yesterday, and um, and asking to for your help in buying gifts for children for ages five to nine years old. And those are gifts that can fit into a shoebox. And uh, they have displayed what the shoeboxes look like out in the uh, welcome, welcome center. center. And the gifts can be brought to the church on Sundays or throughout the week. And uh, Sunday, November the 14th, the uh, Children's 252 Club, I think, mm-hmm. is going to be packing boxes. So um, so make sure you guys, if you're interested in that, you you need a, a list. We have those at the Welcome Center. We can get you one, probably send you by one by email. Or you can go directly to Operation um, Christmas Child at Samaritan's Purse, right, their website. Yes. So go to the Samaritan's Purse uh, and go to the Operation Christmas Child, and you go to the age bracket, and tell you exactly what we need. So, yep. and then guess what else? Young at Heart, they're Young back at, heart. at it. Young at Heart. Guess what's coming up with them? Saturday, November the twentieth at five p.m. It's going to be a mystery dinner. I've heard about this. Did you hear about it? I did. I don't know many details. It's the mystery, right? It's a total mystery. A mystery. So I don't know what's going on there, but I'm told it's going to be a delicious dinner and it's bible themed there you go so what do you think that's going to be what's your guess i can't guess Camel because meat. i know you do know i'm actually helping prepare the meal really yeah it's it's white-tailed deer i'm just kidding Craig's Real? not a fan of deer no i'm not just because he's had it cooked in a not good way so <laughs> so if you uh, if we if you want to sign up for that go to rcc Y-A-H at gmail.com or you can mail the, email the church or contact the church or better yet, just talk to Glenn or Lisa Smith, uh, when you see them. So that would there be absolutely go. awesome. We also have, uh, thankful, free Thanksgiving meal in a box giveaway. Um, you know, Todd said we were reviving this ministry. It's something we've done a few years back where we handed out meals. It's going to look a little bit different this year. It's going to be a drive-through, um, pickup on Sunday, November 21st from two to four. Um, so maybe if you know somebody that could, would benefit from this, someone who maybe is struggling, or if you would like to help out, you can do so by um, reaching out to Todd Nordquist and, um, he can, Kind of let you know what what all that's going to involve. They're thinking if you would like to 
just provide money for one of the boxes, they're thinking it's going to cost around $30 for a meal for okay. a box. So um, just a great thing. You know, it, that kind of stemmed out of the blessing box. Right. And um, knowing that th- that is there are people using that every single week. Oh, they are uh, right? every single day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's just for, for not to sound corny, but it has been a blessing um, to so many people. And so original, bro. Right. The blessing box. Um, but it has served its purpose. Right. And, um, so this ministry is, is going to come out of that. So that'd be really good. And, you know, yesterday uh, during the first service, and I usually stay the entire first service. Right. And, um, not usually on the second. And, uh, but yesterday, uh, it was following communion. I was still had my head bowed and all of a sudden I, I didn't know who, we never discussed who's doing denouncements. Right. And I like I, to keep you on your toes. And I was on my toes, and I was a little freaked out, actually, because when I heard Todd's voice, I thought maybe he was on video or something. Right. I looked up, and then there he you is. Know, he's standing literally right in front of me. Right. He just looks gigantic, you know, because he's like six foot nine or something like that. I thought he was seven, eight. Well, to me, he, exactly. he is six, nine for you or me and seven, right. eight for you. But exactly. yeah, that, I was surprised. So I told him after church, I said, I had my head bowed and I'm still praying. All of a sudden your voice came on and I was like, the voice of Todd, right? Not God. Right. Yeah. He is an awesome Todd. He is an awesome Todd. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's, uh, we got a lot going up or a lot going on and, um, looking forward to everything we have coming up. There we go. I get it out. Are you all right over there? No. I've done, I've, I've rocked him. He's crying. He's laughing so hard. Oh goodness. Can I edit that out? No, you cannot. Okay. No, right. you gotta keep that in. Um, but anyways, yeah, we are so glad that, that you listened. Um, next week, we will be back with you again and I'm um, talking about Ezekiel 37, the Valley of Dry Bones and, and other things and other things. I'm sure, you know, well, we'll have a, a couple of games to, to talk about, a couple of Braves game. I'm sure everybody's excited to hear about that. Yeah. And the, um, we will tell everybody, I don't know if you want to do this or not. We will be, uh, I'm actually going to be gone next week and, but we will. Grounded. We're going to we'll pre-record, be, we're pre-record later this week, and but we're still going to pipe it out on Monday. Of yeah, so week. we may be talking about something. We may talk about a game, and then there's already been two other games yep. played on that. So just bear with us when we do it, and we'll make note of that. So, yep, but for just, sure, but we will have grounded posted on Monday again next week. But it is going to be pre-recorded in an earlier date. So. Yep. So good stuff. Yeah. Very. You good. have anything else? I don't. Do you? Can you make me laugh again? I'm sure I could. You will. But I, I won't. Okay. The people are like, okay, I'm done. They've already checked out. They're not even yeah. listening. You they stopped 10 minutes talking. ago. They did. They mm-hmm. probably did. Yeah. So, well, on that note, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for the, the intro today. No, thank you. You know, that was nice. It was a little different. Mine was from the heart. Mine wasn't? No, I'm just saying mine was from oh, the heart. Oh, okay. okay. I felt very accusing there. Yeah, no, it so it was yours. Okay, okay. Thanks. So, well, thank you all for hanging with us if you're still out there in podcast mm-hmm. land. And we hope that you have a great week coming up. And um, we hope to to have you join us back here next week, same time, same place, here on Grounded with Brandon and Craig. Craig, you have a great week. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. You guys. Bye.